Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Hello, Norman. I'm calling you from England. I love your show. To prove my love for you, I am going to tear out the cotton ventilated panels from my soiled panties. I am going to grind the crotches from my underwear into a fine powder, and then I am going to roll them into a cum cigarette using zigzag rolling papers. I am going to smoke the crotches of my panties. I like smoking cum. It's better than smoking weed. What the hell are you doing, girl? I'm smoking my panties. You're smoking your panties? Get out. I wanted to go to Cedar Point and go on gambling riverboat tours. And I wanted to go to Alaska. Instead, I got you. Stop! You're smoking your panties. You gotta die now, bitch. I'm scared! Die, whore! Stop! Women are constipated three times more than men. End of messages. He wishes he could have killed his grandmother. His mother says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, apps are fucking looting free. Norm Augustinus. Let me just light this. So over the past, I don't know, two months or so, <coughs> I was working on something that I made out of vinyl. It's a special vinyl. I had three rolls of the vinyl. And then I glued the vinyl together after I made the parts that I needed to make. I glued the vinyl together using special vinyl paint. Not rubber paint. Not rubber cement paint. But vinyl paint. And I had paint that you could use on vinyl. I put the whole thing together. And I've had great success with it. So I'm completely made of vinyl. You could do it too. You could do it. I've had tremendous success, tremendous results, and genuine physical, physical pleasure, I guess I'd say. Physical success. I'm going to tell you what that is. Now, as you may or may not know, I live in the middle of nowhere on a hundred acres up in upper northern Michigan. Now, I live on 100 acres, surrounded by state forest. Right to the end of my property is a state forest line. From my property all the way up to the Mackinac Bridge, it's just all woods in Michigan. It's woods, trees, sand dunes, creeks, rivers, streams, quicksand. That's all Michigan is. The whole place was just filled with, with Indians, with Apaches, with Comanches. Just nothing but one engine after another in these woods. It's really mysterious and really chocked full of history. Now, if you want to go to Michigan, I, I give you this thing. You can go anywhere down in the lower peninsula, which is still quite wooded, quite forested. 
but never ever go over the bridge and go into the upper peninsula. Please don't do that. I was up there once. I had to go to the bathroom. I stopped at some shithole on the side of the road. I think it's called two, the the road. I stopped at some shithole. I hadn't seen a car in frickin' 60, 70 minutes. And I went into the bathroom after I asked her, Excuse me, miss. Can you tell me where the bathroom is? And she said, Yeah, it's over there. Now, I knew there was trouble because as I was walking to the bathroom, there was water all over the floor. When I opened the door, the toilet was overflowing onto the floor, and there was shit everywhere. When I came out, I said to her, Miss... It's not very sanitary. You know, the toilet is overflowing, and it's, it's a real mess, and it smells like I you just can't believe. And I looked at her, and she said, Yeah? So? And I can still remember her saying, Yeah? So? Well, yeah, so. There's shit all over the place in your shitty store, and there must have been three, 4,000 flies the size of a fucking ice cube in, her, in this shitty-ass store. Don't go up there. Or you're going to have that happen to you. And maybe even worse. So I live in the Lower Peninsula, Upper Northern Michigan, on a 100 acres, surrounded by fucking woods, surrounded. It's just fantastic. I got a great, really manicured backyard that I use to take off on my ultralight aircraft. It looks like a beautiful runway. And that's how well I've kept it going. Chicks like to see that. They see that you're a man of, of action. That you're a man filled with ideas. They see that and they think, wow. If he takes care of that fucking grass field like that, imagine what he'd do to my pussy. Imagine how he'd plow my pussy, how he'd manicure my pussy with his big dong. They think this shit. All kinds of stuff like that goes through a woman's mind. They don't think like you at all. They think like this. Where's a green drink? Where's an orange drink? Where's my chocolate chip cookies? This is what a bitch thinks about 24-7. 11 o'clock, I get up and no sooner. So I've created something up here. I needed to tell you where I live because this is going to really, it's going to be, you may be gobsmacked by what I say. Just, just, it's coming. So I've made this thing out of vinyl sheets, two big rolls of vinyl that I ordered from a place called Timu. It's some chink place in China that undercuts everybody, and it seems like it's better than mostly anything you can buy here in the U.S., Got to wait like seven or ten days, though, for customs and all kinds of other shit. They got to delouse the products. They got to kill the bacteria on it. All sorts of stuff like that because it's coming from China. They've checked these things. They've had traces of dead animals on it, saliva on it, fecal matter on it, semen on the shit. And it looks brand new. They don't know why. I know why because it's coming from China, imbecile. So I've made this device, and I put it on the end of my house. Now, I have a dirt road. It goes about a quarter of a mile to a paved road, two, just a two-lane paved road. When I say paved, I think they call it asphalt. And that's how you get to my house after driving quite a ways in the middle of nowhere. So, you might not know this, but females are reluctant to buy an electric car because they get anxiety over the fact that they're probably going to end up stranded somewhere where there's no electronic charging station. So they don't want to do it. They don't want to buy it. I read that they were, some time ago I read this, they were looking at fucking diesel cars. It's all the same shit anyways. They were looking at that other ways to kind of be hip and get with the times, things like that. That sort of thing. So with that in mind, I created something. With that whole idea in mind, I created something that I knew would draw women in who happened to be way up here 
in upper northern Michigan in her electric car, frantically looking for an electric car charging station. Just driving all over, watching the fucking gauge go down, or the percentage go down, or the charge volt go down. I don't really know. They're watching that go down, and they know they're fucked. So what I did is I built an electronic vehicle charging station. I mean, it looks just like the real thing. Out of fucking vinyl. I'm not kidding you. This isn't a joke. This isn't a stage play. This isn't some fucking thing that I'm at some poetry stop shit place fucking reading poetry or some shit like that. I created an electric vehicle charging station out of vinyl. Now, it has a nozzle on it for air. Once I painted it, once I made all the pieces, once I glued it all together, I filled it with air with a nozzle and looked at it and I marveled at it how goddamn real it is. I mean, it looks real. And I put that at the end of my driveway, just off the paved area. And I took a lawnmower that I have, just a cheap, shitty thing. It's got a spinning blade on it. I don't know what it is, a five-horsepower Briggs & Stratton. You have to pull a cord, four-cycle engine. And I put that in this area that I cut the grass in. It looks just like a charging vehicle, a thing that you go to charge your vehicle. What do they call an EV charging station or some shit like that? I copied it verbatim from a picture that I saw. I mean, I meticulously made every piece perfect. You wouldn't know the difference. It looks like an EV charging station, complete with a fucking hose, with the charging, the charging hose, the charging cable. And if you were to see it, you'd think that's an EV charging station. But it's not. It's just a big fucking vinyl pool float. That's basically what it is in its essence. And there ain't no fucking electric in it. There's just my air in it. The air in it. I probably ate pussy before I pulled blew the air in it. It's pussy air inside my EV charging station made out of fucking vinyl. I don't remember how many pieces it was. I think it was about 113 pieces. I remember I tried to keep it as little as possible. You should see the hose. It's an absolute fucking marvel. I made the hose with using templates and using things inside the hose before I glued the vinyl up. It looks fantastic. Now, why would I do that? Why would anybody, why would any fucking nutcase do something like that? person who lives in the middle of nowhere, a person who's upper northern Michigan, lives on 100 acres. Why would somebody make an EV charging station to put at the end of their driveway just off this two-lane paved road? in a special manicured area that I cut using a gasoline-powered lawnmower. Why would someone do that? Well, why do you think, fuckstick? I did it to lure in pussy. You have to understand the needs, the wants, the desires of a woman. After fucking many, many years of fucking literally hundreds of bitches from all over the world, I know what makes a bitch tick. Orange drink. Pink drink. Chocolate chip cookies, sleep till 11. I know what makes a woman tick. I know what they are. I know what they are. So I could create this device to lure in bitches. Now, here's how, here's what's exactly what's happened. In the last, I didn't, I saved this. I didn't tell you this in previous recordings because I didn't know how to frame it in. I didn't know how to conceptualize it. I have to say everything that I say. Like I'm talking to a sixth grade fucking person. This is what the marketing company told me. I have to make everything and aim it at the mind of a six-year-old or I don't have anybody listening to me. I have to do this. Please don't be offended that I have to aim at a six-year-old. 
it's okay. It's just, it's fine. You're, you're, you'll be okay. So I did this and then waited for the results, collated the results, put it up in the computer, collated it, dry erase board, chalkboard, all kinds of math proofs, and it worked exactly like I thought it would work. Exactly. Now, alongside the pump on a 4 by 4 pressure-treated piece of lumber that I set in the ground. I didn't put it in the ground with concrete. It was an 8-foot 4 by 4 and I dug a hole in the ground alongside the pump, and there's a thing there that you push. It says, if not, if the pump isn't working, press this button, and someone will be along in just a moment. Now, all that is is a doorbell button, and I put a fancy sign on it. It's a doorbell button that's wireless that I put a sign on. Now, why do I want that there? Because the EV pump will never fucking work, simp. It can't work ever. So every time the bitch pushes the button and she wants the attendant to come by, and who do you think the attendant is? I'm the fucking attendant. I'm the attendant. I'm like an old fucking gas station guy that's waiting when you, in the old days, they'd drive into a gas station, drive over a rubber hose, and there'd be a bell go off inside the gas station. Ding! Because there was a rubber hose there. It would send air, cause an air disruption, the relay would go off, and the bell would ding. It's the same thing. The bitch is up here, and she's lost. Now, I'm telling you this absolutely matter-of-factly, and you're going to hear why. She's up here. She's lost. She's panicking. She doesn't have a charge in her vehicle. It's the same kind of anxiety a bitch will get if she's using a big rubber fucking dildo, a big rubber dong, and the juice goes dead in it. She's almost there. She's almost hit a home run. She's about ready to come, and the batteries die. Now they get the same kind of anxiety. I gotta get power. I gotta finish myself off. I gotta fucking come. How the goddamn batteries went dead. I, I went dead. She's unscrewing the back of the dildo. The batteries fall out. They're all fucked up. They look like somebody dipped them in goddamn uh, sulfuric acid because of the pussy juices that were leaking onto them. I gotta get myself off. I gotta come. I gotta get my, I gotta keep on jacking, Mac. I gotta fucking, I gotta keep it going. She gets the same kind of anxiety when her electric car is starting to run out of juice. They panic because they're trained so well by the by the dildo, the dildo that's going dead, that they don't have batteries for, unless it's plugged into the wall or some shit like that. They don't have batteries for it. What do they do? They panic. That same anxiety, that same thing. They're not able to finish off. They're somewhere going someplace, doing whatever it is they have to do throughout their day, go to the place wherever they have to go. But now they're filled with anxiety and fear and all kinds of problems arise in their head. They didn't get to finish off their destination. They're anxious and nervous. The same thing with the EV electric car. They can't get it anywhere. Same thing with the dildo. They can't get themselves off. The same kind of fucking anxiety. Just fucking turning around corners fast. Turning corners and flooring the electric vehicle. I gotta find juice. I gotta find power. I gotta finish myself off. I gotta finish this destination off. My fucking, my agenda. She feels the same thing with the dildos as with a car. So here they are. They've driven around now. And I'm going to tell you, this has happened to me. It's 100% real. This isn't some kind of goddamn lark. This isn't nothing like that. What I tell you is 100% true. 
Yeah, I might colorize it because I got to put some flavor into it. I got to add colors to it. I can't broadcast black and white. I got to add color. I got to add richness. I got to add the fucking wind. I got to add the textures. I got to add the sounds. I got to do that. It's not making shit up. That's just the reality of what I do. So I put my fucking EV charging station out a quarter mile out down my driveway. It's a rock driveway that leads to pavement. That's flattened asphalt. They smooth it out. And it's out there. Next to it is that fucking four by four piece of lumber with a button on it that says, if you need help, you push the button here. If it's not working, the attendant will be along shortly. I don't remember the exact words on it, but I made it. Looks really good. And I just waited because of what I read. Chicks don't want to buy EV vehicles because they don't want themselves and their pussy and their beef bulbs out there lost in some country road and somebody's out there got their dick in their ass. They're bent over some fucking rock. It's famous in the city as you come into the city limits. They're bent over it, taking 10 inches up their crapper because they ran out of fucking electricity. 18 inches in your crapper. Don't you look mighty dapper. That's what happens to them. They don't want that to happen. They don't want to be fucking floating down doing a dead man's float down a river in upper Michigan with their asshole in their cunt and flame because they ran out of juice in their EV vehicle. They panic. So here's what's happened. I had to mount down my EV, my artificial ga- electric vehicle pump. It's all made out of vinyl. I had to mount it down because the first day I put it out there, it was very windy out, and I found my EV charging station about a fucking eighth of a mile from my house. It was really uncomfortable. It's caught between trees and some fucking field, somewhat of growth that was right there. This perfect EV charging station, I mean, how could it be upside down, jammed between trees where there's a fucking field? Nobody would understand that. I wouldn't understand that. Hey, isn't that a charging station? What's it doing upside down, jammed between those two trees? It's not workable. It just doesn't make any sense to anybody. I had to mount it down using pins like if you're mounting a tent to the ground. You're screwing the tent in. You're securing it to the earth so you can go into it. You can come back to it. And your tent's still there. So here's what happened. I put the fucking EV charging station that I made out of vinyl. And then I had my button out there. Do you know that within... I don't know, three hours. It was slow going all the way. I just sat in the house. I smoked all kinds of fucking reefer. I can, I got pinconning paralyzer. 75%, no, I'm sorry, 90%, 97% THC. That's how fucking powerful this weed is. It's grown up here at this fucking special grow house. I humped this woman. We did everything you could fucking ever do. Seven-course fucking meal on her pussy, on her body. A seven-course meal, that's what we did. And she gave me, I got like four fucking bricks, five bricks now, of pinconning paralyzer, 97% THC. You take one fucking puff and you're gone. You don't even know who you are or where you were. You don't know where you're going to. You don't care about agendas and plans or running out of fucking money. You're just gone. And in a minute and fucking 30 seconds, you're on your, on your back beating your meat. You just don't know where you are. 97% THC. Fucking 97. Did all kinds of stuff for that, by the way. When I was with her, she always demanded a seven-course meal. And what's a seven-course meal, you're saying? A seven-course meal? Well, a seven-course meal is whatever bitch demands out of you. 
They want the seven-course meal. They want to be 69. They want a fucking rim job. They want a dick between their titties and they're sucking their nipples. They want intercourse. They want all kinds of shit like that, a blowjob, a dick in their ass. Things like that that make up a seven-course meal. Eat them out really good. Eat out their pussy. That equals seven, the number seven. That's a seven-course meal. I used to give a full seven-course meal to every bitch I was with. They never want to leave. They don't want to be with anybody else ever again because most men can't give a bitch a seven-course meal. Now I do that less. Now I just like to bend them over a fucking rock and bang them from the rear. If we're out on a walk on a trail and I come across a stump alongside the trail, some per, per, some public trail, I bend them over the stump and I bang them from the rear over the stump. If I find an old refrigerator that's been an abandoned and it's in the woods, I'll bend them over the fucking f- the fridge and I'll bang them from the rear that way. That's what I do now. It's much easier. You don't have to crawl down on a bed. You don't have to do all kinds of shit. You don't have to do all kinds of maneuvering. You just bend them over. I was once near a lake, and they had a box next to the lake, and it was filled with life jackets that said they were free to use while you had kids at this fucking lake. And I once bent a woman over this box. You had to open it up. It was made out of pressure-treated wood. And I banged her over that. I jammed her upper part of her body inside the box with the life jackets. And while I was banging around, I thought to myself, I'm kind of saving her. She needs help. She needs this physical help, this enrichment. She's got whatever they say. It's an it- She's got an itchy down there. And that's what I was doing. So... I don't know, maybe a couple hours went by, a couple days. I can't remember because I had the Pinconning Paralyzer. It was slow going at first, but then the receiver that I have in my house that I plugged in a 120 outlet, it's just a doorbell. It's a wireless doorbell. Push the button out there, and it activates the doorbell in my house. When I heard that doorbell, what do you think I was? It was like I was fucking Pavlov's dogs. It was like I was trained by that psychiatrist Pavlov. And when I heard that ding, I knew it was pussy time. I knew that there was a bitch out there, an electric car. She had all kinds of anxiety because the electric was going dead. The same kind of anxiety she has when her dildo's going dead. And when that dildo's going dead, her pussy is dripping. It's like Pavlov's dogs. Her cunt is dripping. The juice is running out of the car. The juice is running out of the dildo. It's the same physical reaction they get. And I knew that that was like a delivery of pussy to your correspondent, Norm Augustinus. That's me. Tall, thin, handsome. Really, the recipe of what people want to be in America. I say that all the time. It's not a joke. See, chicks think I'm sexy. They want to blow me. They want to hump me. They don't want to blow you. They don't want to hump you. They don't think you're sexy. You're ugly. Shiny fucking head. Patchy beard. Looks like a fucking horse kicked his shoe into your head, your horseshoe baldness. Chicks don't want that. They want glamour. They want pink drinks. They want fucking orange drinks. They want fucking chocolate chip cookies. They want rides and fucking expensive airplanes and people picking up their luggage. They don't see that in you at all. They just see a clump of clay. A clump of clay that you can mold into something that'll do something in a fucking factory on Grossbeck Highway in Roseville. That's all they see. They don't want that. You're not exciting. So when I heard that ding, ding dong, it just uses batteries out in the street on the transmitter portion where you push the button. 
The one in the house is plugged into a 120 outlet. When I heard that ding, I knew some chick was out there trying to use my fucking my electric vehicle charging station, and she couldn't get it to work. It wouldn't fucking charge up her car. You could even pull the handle off my fucking inflatable EV charging station. You can pull it right off and try to put it in your thing. It won't work because there ain't no juice connected to it. It can't charge nothing. It's just a ruse. It's a show. It's a stage play designed to do what? To draw on a female. Now, once I get to her, this is how I figured it all out initially. Once I get to her, once she sees me, once she sees how remote I am, once she sees how I talk, my overall presence, how much class I have, I'm exuding all of this. Once they see that, what do you think happens, fuckstick? They're in my pocket. They don't want to go home. They don't want to go anywhere they were going. They feel safe with me. And then they can see a massive bulge in my fucking pants. That's not a joke. I got a 15.5 pound dick. I'm not kidding you. 15.5 pounds. I know this because years ago, my friend who was a cocaine salesman, he's dead today. He died. He was in a very risky business. He was a coke salesman. He had a mechanical fucking scale on his table. His sister was in the room with us. And she, I don't know what she was doing. I think she was putting coke on her clit. And then I asked him, can I put my dick on there and weigh my dick? It's massive. He said, no problem. And today, people are tucking their dick in the crack of their ass and they're trying to be a chick. I had to do that out of necessity. I wasn't trying to convert. I'm all fucking man, motherfucker. And I put my dick on his scale and it said 15.5 pounds. That's as high as the scale would go. That's how big my dick is. Chicks look at your dick all the time. This is not a lie. Don't think it's not true. They look at your dick. They might look at your eyes. But the minute you break eye contact and you're looking at a sparrow flying by or you see the fucking box of a Big Mac sandwich, that's how dudes are, and it's blown by in the wind, she fucking goes right to your schlong, right to your dick, right to your dong, and scopes it and tries to figure out the size, the dimensions, and what it can do for her. That's all a woman wants to do. What can a man do for her? That's what they want to know. Always remember that chicks cannot do math. Mathematically, they are stupid. They'll never be any good at it, and they have no interest in it. There is no fucking romance in mathematics, except to a female. There is mathematics in, there is romance in mathematics if the dick is under 12 inches long. They can do math perfectly up to 12 inches long. They can calculate the width, the girth instantly. It's like they're a fucking mad scientist of math. When it comes to a dick, they're good at that. They want to know how big the dick is. They want to see if they can cram it all under their monstrous fuckhole that gets turned on. And when it gets turned on, that cunt starts to grow. It starts to fucking unfurl inside their pussy. You think I'm kidding you? Go ask Google. I've said this before. Go ask Google how deep a woman's pussy is. And she'll tell you two or three inches. You know that's bullshit. Ain't no pussy two or three inches. Goddamn cunt is 16 inches, 15 inches deep for the biggest dick it can find. But that don't sound feminine. They don't want that on Google when you ask her, how deep is a woman's vagina? Try that. Say that to it. If you got that thing, it'll tell you two to three inches, but it may unfurl. 
It's unfurling like that fucking monster and alien. It's unfurling and growing because it's going to swallow your goddamn dick up. And it's now adjusting its size automatically for your dick because she did a quick scope of the bulge in your pants. She did a quick scope. The mathematics are in. The deal is fixed. The cunt is now stretching and growing and wetting itself. It's crying tears of fucking excitement, just pouring raindrops from her cunt into her panties, waiting for your dick. But you're so timid. You're so timid. You're wasting time. You're so stupid, fuck stick. You're just going to take her. We, we're going to go to the restaurant. We're going to go to the fucking restaurant. We're going to drive. Man, we're going to take her for an ice cream or go sit by the... She don't want to do any of that stupid shit. She wants a dick in her ass. She wants your hands clamped onto her big fucking sweaty beef bulbs while you're banging her from the rear. How does an ice cream compare to that? How does the movies compare to that? How does anything compare to that? You're going to take her for a steak dinner. You're going to buy her a bag of shrimp. Chicks think shrimp's luxury, man. That's fucking luxe. That shit don't compare to nothing. Nothing at all. If she's bent over something, like something in a fucking park, like a there's some kind of feature attraction there. There's some kind of thing to climb on. She wants to be bent over and hammered on with all you got. When I fuck women, they can hardly walk. They move away from me, and they're walking like a fucking cross-bull-legged dude who works the fields all day, some Hispanic, and he's cross-eyed walking the fuck out of there because he's so overworked. That's what happens when I'm done fucking. I give it everything I have, and I physically hurt. If you could amplify our bones as they were making impact, the bones in her body, the bones in my body as I was fucking her, it would be the most beautiful set of chimes, wind chimes, that you ever could goddamn imagine as I was fucking. So I hear this ding in my house. I take the last fucking, just a massive draw of dope in. I put that fucking thing down, and then I try to walk down the driveway. I'm pretty wasted. I walk down the driveway, and I say, Now, Norm, don't blow this. If it's a chick, she's in trouble. She wants you to help her. She's vulnerable. She may be turned on. Fear causes a bitch to get turned on. She may be standing out by my fake EV charging station that I made out of vinyl and filled with air. She may be standing out there just fucking crying from her lower mouth. Not her northern mouth, her southern mouth. The tears are wetting her panties. The drips coming from her vagina. She's excited and scared at the same time. What am I going to do? I can't find any electricity to charge my fucking car. Same thing within their home. They're on a fucking big business meeting. They got their dildo. The batteries go dead. She can't ask for four double D batteries, six double D batteries. They'd know right away. What is she going to do? The dildo she brought can't work anymore. She's filled with fear, panic, anxiety, and she doesn't know what to do. I gotta come. What am I gonna do? So as I'm walking down my dirt driveway, and I'm thinking of beef bulbs, and I'm thinking of my schlong and the slapping noises our fucking stomachs are gonna make, and her tits jiggling the fuck all over like there's a Category 19 earthquake, I'm thinking, this is working great. Your air pump didn't blow away. The wind didn't get it. A car didn't crash into it. A rock going by, some some hick in a fucking pickup truck driving by. A stone didn't come off the road or off his truck and impale my fucking air-inflated EV charging station, and it's flat on its completely deflated laying down there like nothing. Now it just looks like push a fucking button and something happens. Who wants that? But this is going to snag a chick who's out of power, who's turned on. One and the same, man. It's the same thing at home. 
I'm walking down a fucking dirt road. I'm wasted. I'm thinking all the pussy I'm going to get. But I have to bring myself back. I can't let her see this side of me. I can't expose this side of what I am, of what Norm Augustinus is. I have to start to slowly, slowly turn into somebody else. I got to become something else. I got to transform. That's the word I was looking for. I have to transform into the acceptable person that she wants me to be, but there has to be just a little bit more that will make her start raining the storm of all storms. I've had chicks so goddamn wet, the inside of her legs, of her jeans, the insides of her spandex, were all these dark four, five-inch wide trails going all the way down to her ankles, and as she's standing there, there's puddles of vaginal juice Inside where ankles are, inside her legs, on the dirt, on the ground, vaginal juice. That's how hard I've had them turned on. Have you ever had a chick turned on like that? Fuck no. You bang her out, you get up, you go eat something. She's in your fucking old house with your plaster walls. She doesn't care about your your pressure-treated fucking wood deck out the backyard. Hey, look at that. There's an old basketball net just above my garage door that's been there since 45. I've never had a net in it. She doesn't care about that shit. I have to transform myself. I have to come back. I have to make myself over by the time I get to the driveway. And by the time I get to the driveway, sure as shit, there's an Elon Musk mobile parked right next to my fake all plastic air inflated. It's just a fucking, it's just a pool flow. There's a car parked there and she's holding the hose trying to put it in a hole. Well, the, the hose can't go into the hole. It doesn't have that special plug. There's nothing in the hose. There's no parts inside the fucking the charging station whatsoever. The only thing that's in this is the air that I breathed into it, I think after I ate pussy, when I was completely wasted. I violated my total rule of eating pussy because you never eat pussy because you will lose your voice box. You will get cancer. You will get something like that. And that bitch you ate out. She'll live to 90 years old. What happened to him? I don't, whatever happened to fucking Norm? Whatever happened to Bill or Tom? What the fuck ever happened? She don't know. She doesn't care. We well, you lost your voice box. You got fucking stem cancer. That's the fucking pipe that leads from your neck to your head. You got that tunnel cancer there, and you were gone after eating out her cunt. Was it worth it? No. But it seems worth it at the time you're doing it. That's the hard part you have to overcome. That's what you have to fix. Just seems like it's... Oh, natural, and he, hey, man, well, fucking, hey, man, man, I gotta fucking eat out your pussy, man, I'm fucking, <laughs> I've ate out pussy so hard, and I've held on to the base of their thighs with my hands, and put their goddamn legs into such cramps, an absolute seizure of their legs while I was eating them out. They couldn't move it. They were crying and getting pleased at the same time. Crying and coming. Pain and pleasure. Everybody loves it. If your sister was here right now, I'd swing a baseball bat into her head and then I'd fuck her. They loved that shit. If your sister was here right now, I'd swing her around my goddamn home here by her ponytail at 30 fucking miles an hour. We're both wasted. She's got no clothes on. And I'd let her go right in front of the picture window and she'd go right through it. Maybe she'd land on top of the set of drawers, the dresser drawers. Maybe she'd land on a fucking chest in the bedroom. Maybe she'd land over here in the bar where I have all the booze. Just crash into it. They love that shit, man. I'm not kidding you. So I'm walking down the fucking dirt road. 
I get to the end, and sure as shit, there's a girl in an Elon Musk mobile. It's parked next to my fucking plastic fake EV charging station, and she's trying to charge her car up. She, I said to her, hi, you push the button? She said, yeah, I can't get this thing to work. Now, it's never going to work. I can't tell her it's not going to work. I got to make small talk with her. I got to use the Norm Augustinus charisma on her and distract her from charging her car. I have to get her to start to feel the vibrations coming off my pounding bud. She has to feel those vibrations hit her clitoris. Their legs lead to their clit. They're sensitive fucking receivers, like an antenna. I have to get that to her legs and get that up into her clit where she doesn't care about that anymore. It's no more an EV fucking car charging station. Now it's a fucking vagina, the enter the vagina charging station. Man, I'm going to tell you, enter her vagina with your dick. You think that won't charge her up? You're nuts. It's the fucking EV, the enter vagina, Norm Augustinus charging fucking station. Not the EV thing, whatever they say. If you know how to work it. If you know the goddamn secret. And I do. I know the secret. I start talking to her. I start using my really good voice. I start making specific specific hand movements that kind of gesture. A dong going in and out of a hand. I'm trying to tell her how you put the the charging handle into the hole and I got my other hand like this big round area like the letter C and I'm taking my right hand like a dick and it's like going into it I'm making this gesture into it now when she sees that she's seen it all too many times as a dick was in her hole when she sees that I see that after a short time of me making these gestures getting close to her mimicking her moves copying those moves precisely so that we're now doing the same moves she drops the fucking charging hose. I know I got her. I tell her this. I'm going to have to check with the guy that put that in there. I've got his number. You want to come up to the house? I got some dope up there. I got some weed up there. I got some fucking bourbon. I got an anal expander that could open your asshole up to the size of a bowling ball. You can say shit like that. Once you cross this line, once you jump over this fence in a woman's mind, now she's not caring about the car. And I did everything right. This didn't happen once. This happened several times. That's why I'm reporting it here as a success for you to enjoy. Now I got her. I say, do you want to go to the house? And we'll to get to the bottom of this. She says, yeah, that sounds fine to me. The reason she says that? I look like I'm living on a great place. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I'm well-spoken. I'm handsome. I'm attractive. I am everything that a bitch wants to be around, unlike you. And she wants that. She thinks this guy can't be bad. They've allowed him to have an EV charging station in front of his fucking house for situations just like that. He must be responsible. He must be that. He must be this. They try to reason this in their head. He must be all these things. Except I'm not any of those things with regards to the EV charging station. I bought the fucking three rolls or two rolls of vinyl from Timu, some place in Chinese, China. Some chink company that made it. It had all be deloused and sprayed with raid before I even fucking got it. They ate every fucking thing under the sun over there in the shit, and I could see traces of it on the fucking vinyl. I don't know what they were eating. Whatever they eat. Whatever living thing that they eat that they hit in the head with a nunchuck that's filled with lead. And then I get the fucking product. She says, yeah, I'd like to come over there. 
We get into the house, I start talking. Now, I got so much dope in that house, so thick. It reminds me of this bitch I went to once down in Florida, and she had so many candles going, wanting to fuck your correspondent, that it was like being back in Vietnam, like somebody just dropped something, some kind of napalm, something. The smoke was so heavy. It was heavy like that in my place when I brought her back, except it's the good smoke. It's the smoke that will let you drift away to the Calgon Nights or whatever they used to fucking call it. It's that good smoke. It's not napalm and other shit like that. She comes to the house. She starts smelling the smoke. I can tell she's feeling better because her hips are making tiny little movements. Movements that you would attract, would, would attract, what that you would uh, t- train, uh, movements that you would attach to say someone who had palsy, someone who had a, a nervous defect, someone who has essential tremors. Her hips were making little tiny, like electronic, little electric zapping motions. If she was getting zapped by electricity, they were making these little movements. And that was her hips. And they don't, what's her name says, they don't lie. Her hips were moving. And I knew that I was going to be fucking grooving soon in her pussy. We're going to be 69, seven fucking course meal, man. 69, rim job. Fucking dick between her tits and a dick be, dick uh, sucking her nipples and intercourse and a dick in her ass and fucking a blowjob. All kinds of stuff like that. Eating on her pussy. That's a seven course meal. I knew that was coming because of what I had done. Because I allowed my mind to figure a problem, figure out this problem and solve it. I gave it weeks, if not, I don't know, if not months prior to even working on it. My subconscious was on this idea, and when it was ready, when it was fertile, when it had become fruitiated, it sent it to my conscious mind, and I was able to create it, because we have this mind that's evolved over how many years, and I was able to reel in pussy with an EV fake charging station. You can do the same thing, motherfucker. Get yourself two or three rolls of fucking vinyl from Timu from some China company that mails it here, Chinese mail order company. You get your that and you build yourself a fucking EV charging station and you put it in front of your house. They just think you're a good guy. Chick's driving by. She sees the EV charging station. You use all the psychology I told you. You bring her in your house. She sees your fucking linoleum kitchen floor. She goes down your creaky basement stairs. She can smell the mustiness of your house. She goes, hey, man, this is cool. This is really something. And maybe pretty soon you'll have be entering her vagina with your EV fucking thing. Enter her vagina and start charging up her fucking body, her nervous system with your big fucking dick and your cum, your two-part epoxy, your white. Hope, motherfucker. We get into the house, man. We get into the house. She starts smelling that dope. She sees all my stuffed animals on the walls. She sees all the hardwood. She sees all my brass items laying on tables and stuff like that. Fucking crossbows. I got all kinds of shit like that. Crossbows. I got guns out. I got a complete barrel of fucking... Honest to God, Claymore mines that I had from Vietnam. I shipped them back as China to my mother when my mother was still alive. I just spray painted them white. She sees all that shit and she thinks, wow, I have stumbled upon something different here. This ain't some fucking metrosexual fruit. Some fucking guy that some mother destroyed making him like a chick. So she could give, so he could support her every need and cater her every want. I'm not that kind of guy. The answer is fucking no. The answer is no. 
I see that chair over there. Bend over that chair right now. You see the two arms on that chair there? You put the left arm on the one arm, the other in the right hand, and bend over, and we're going to bang out the night away. Here's your EV charging station. Enter vagina charge, fucking bitch, with my fucking special acid. Here it comes. Woof, 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 woof. That's a special battery acid you don't need lithium for. It's ready-made inside every goddamn man. Mmm. She started looking at me. She started smelling that dope. Once she said she'd take a shot of bourbon. Once she smelled all that dope. Once she thought, wow. And she said to me, how many acres you have here? I said, a hundred acres. Once I said that, nothing else fucking mattered, man. It didn't matter if a repossession company came over there with a helicopter and took her car, lifted it off the ground. It didn't matter because now she was what really mattered. Her being naked, the juices, the stink, the dilated eyeballs, the pulsating vagina, the tears dripping out of their goddamn cunt. Once she was there, none of that shit matters. That's how it is. I'm telling you with all my fucking heart. There is nothing more, fuckwad. There is nothing more. She smells the dope. I walk up to her. I'm not like you. I don't ask permission. You don't ask permission. You just walk right up and you start licking her lips. And with your other two fingers, you start massaging her clitoris. If you've done right, the clit should be the size of a fucking meatball. That's how big the clit gets when I'm with a bitch. The clit should be the size of a meatball as you're kissing her, your tongue's down her throat. And you lick her lips, they love that shit, and you're massaging her clit, just massaging it, telling her everything's going to be all right. And I told her this. Of course, her hand was on my prong. When she touched my dick, this is not a joke, and it's sort of embarrassing. I don't even know if I should tell you something like that. When she touched my dick, she sort of reeled back. Like she was camping or something and was reaching for a rock that was pretty. And then suddenly she saw a rattlesnake next to the rock or he come out of nowhere. She jumped back like that when she saw my dick. Because she didn't know if she could take that dick. It's the dick of all dicks. The dick that every woman dreams about. Am I ever going to see that dick? Am I ever going to find this fucking Ark of the Covenant? This, this idea, this thought, this long legacy idea. Whatever it is. Am I ever going to be finding the Ark of the Covenant dick that I so dream of? And she had found it. And I told her it was probably fate. She starts mumbling. She starts making sounds that don't make sense. Maybe even speaking in tongue because that's what I do to bitches. They go back in time. They start speaking in tongue. They can't speak English anymore. They go to a small place in their brain that nobody can ever access unless they're taken there by someone like me with the actions that I use, the methods I use, and that's how they get there. It's incredible. When we were there, I told her it wasn't an EV charging station. I told her I made it out of vinyl, and I thought it was destiny that her and I would meet. I could feel it, and then I made that thing, and it built up to this fucking moment. I waited and waited and waited for her to arrive. I told her I made it and filled it up with air from me, and it was pussy air because I had just eaten some lady's pussy out, and I filled this goddamn fake EV charging station that I got from China, China, this fucking vinyl, that I filled it up with pussy air. She thought that was sexy, man. She thought, wow, he'll eat my pussy. He's taken me somewhere else. She starts speaking in tongues. Do you know when I was massaging her fucking clit? This is going to sound ridiculous. We were so connected. 
so attached at that moment. Somehow her clit, the vibrations coming off it, the pulsations, the vibrations, the cells all randomly moving fast, I could hear her clit in my ears. I could hear flowing water in sort of a light heartbeat. That's how connected we were. That's how connected. I was going to fucking enter her vagina with my EV. Here's my EV, here's the hose, and I'm going to fill you up with a fucking lithium-based goddamn charging solution inside those big twin bed-like batteries that are about six inches high. I'm going to pump it into you. You're going to be recharged. I said stuff like that to her. All kinds of things like that. When we were done fucking, I had bent her over all kinds of chairs. I like to bend women over stuff like that. I don't like tanned legs. I like white legs. I want white skin. I like and prefer orange hair. I like freckles. When I bent her over these fucking chairs, she was so turned on. I got a bunch of antique chairs. She was so turned on that the fucking tears of pleasure, the liquid joy juice that's coming out of her cunt, the stuff that lubricates it so you can get your dick in there, as I was banging from the rear, the, the finish was coming off these chairs. Some of the chairs were a hundred goddamn years old. It was dripping down the splines of the chair, the legs of the chair, and it was coming off, and I saw this clear, just plain wood underneath it. And I thought, wow, look at that. Look what she's done. A hundred-year-old chair, she's come here and licked her vaginal juices on it. I caused this, and look at it, clean it away. I can now refinish these chairs. She did me a favor. She did me a, what did I say, a prop? And we were there, and, and when we start fucking, Mm. I'm telling you, man, it was absolutely incredible. You know that maybe for, you won't probably believe this, it might have been 10 minutes straight, maybe even more, maybe 12 minutes. As we were kissing, we were kissing and I had my cock in her, and I stupidly went down to her pussy because I had a chick, a girlfriend I had for years, and I used to have to pinch off her cunt because her cunt was so goddamn huge. I went down to her pussy while I was on top of her. Now we're doing the missionary style. And I went to pinch off her cunt. She grabbed my wrist and said, you don't need to do that. And man, was she right. See, I have post-traumatic stress from that. There's nothing worse than a gigantically overused, stretched out fucking cunt. And it stayed with me, man. It stayed with me that fucking one time. I had this huge goddamn con. I felt this extreme sense of urgency, an extreme sense of need, an extreme sense that I had to please this thing, that I couldn't fail. It was it was like post-traumatic stress times 10. I was in Vietnam, man, in a fucking uh, Huey Bell 1 helicopter with a fucking... I was a door gunner. It was nothing stress like that, like this fucking stress, man. She said, you won't need to do that. When I crammed my fuck stick into her cum cannoli, when I jammed it in, it was the best, one of the best fits I ever had. And I'm thinking, fucking A, man, Timu, you're worth the shipping. I don't care you fucking have your company in China. This vinyl, these fucking whole setup was the greatest thing I ever did. I don't know how long we fucked. She stayed all night with her car out in the street. When eventually we came back out in the street, someone had fucking a rock or something like that had hit my fucking EV charging station, which is why I didn't get any more pussy. I'd have gone for double, maybe a triple. Someone had, a rock was thrown or something, and my EV charging station had deflated. You ever see these fucking things at Christmas time? Big Christmas bulb uh, out there, like a glow bulb, or a, it's a bulb that's got a, a little city in it, and it's snowing, glass bulb, I don't know what you call those fucking things. 
uh, inflatable Santa Claus. That's what my EV charging station looked like. It was absolutely incredible. I'd never seen any bitch smoke that much weed. When we were done, I had some blotter acid. We took that. We had all kinds of shim bourbon, the fucking, uh, the other uh, marijuana that I had. It's just incredible. 97% THC. It was beyond anything that I'd ever expected to happen. You know that when I walked around the house, in that one specific area, I've got this floor. It's made out of granite, I think, or, or marble or something like that. The one part of the house where we were standing when I got her panties off and we started to walk out, I glanced over at the floor and there was multiple 10, 12, 14 inch in diameter puddles on the fucking floor, on the granite, on the marble where we had stood while I was, while I was massaging her clit in clockwise and counterclockwise motions. And it was just pulling down her goddamn legs and onto the floor. And I looked at that as we were leaving. Now, as we were leaving, I had to sort of help her. And I have a cane that's on the, I collect canes and other things that's on the wall. I mount things on the wall. I have a cane that I gave her because of the fucking that I gave her. My dick is enormous. It's not a joke. It's a handicap. It's a handicap. And I often think, and I've thought about this in my final last will and testament, should I have my cock cut off if I die? Because I don't want anybody to see that. Say there's a woman in there. She's a mortician, funeral director. Say she sees my dick. That could change the every every process that she would use on me of her methods. It might change all that shit when she sees my dick. Additionally, she might want to try to fuck me. They can fill your dick up with cock, with 100% silicone like kitchen cock, like bathtub cock. They can fill your cock up with that, and she could fuck me, and I'm being violated, and I'm dead. I don't want that, because it's so big. I want to be treated with respect when I die, and I thought of maybe contracting with a place that will cut my dick off. Maybe sell it to a bait shop or something like that when I'm gone, so I can at least have some dignity when I die. I had to give her a cane when she left the goddamn house. Makeup's all over her face. She was soaked in marijuana uh, residue from Benconning Paralyzer. Just soaked of it. If you touched her hair, you could get high from your hands. Her makeup had been replaced with a foundation. Her HD makeup, which they all use, had been replaced with a foundation of deep, thick, gooey marijuana residue that was all over her goddamn face. In the tears, when I shoved my cock in her, that she started crying, the tears that went down her face cut little trenches through the fucking marijuana residue. She looked like a zombie, like a monster. I had to give her a cane when I walked her back out to my fake EV charging station, and I was kind of put off by seeing it deflated. It was just kind of put off. Now, I have a thing that I can charge various things with because I'm kind of into electronics. And I had the ability to give her a slight charge, enough to move the needle up to get her out of there. Also, you can call a person that will come over. It's like a tow truck. And they will charge the car up. But she didn't need that. I told her where there was a charger at up here where there's a college. There's a small college, a Democrat-run college. And I knew that they had EV charging stations. I was able to give her enough of a charge to get her out of there. But on the way out down the dirt road, she was as bull-fucking-legged as you can ever imagine. Try to imagine a big, giant donkey. The donkey's like 500 pounds overweight, 450 pounds overweight. 
and her legs are wrapped around the donkey, and then someone duct tapes her ankles together under the donkey, and she's made to, and she's made to stay on that donkey for 12 hours. It's, I don't know, some kind of punishment, some kind of experiment. I don't really know. Go fucking figure it out. Make up your scenario. And then you take the tape off, the duct tape, and then you try to put her on the ground. That's how she walked when she come out of my house. She walked that way with a cane and was actually kind of like foaming at the mouth and spitting when she talked. And her eyes were still dilated. I mean dilated big. An eye will dilate big if it gets excited or if it's very dark in the room. Well, she was excited and it was very dark in the room. They were extremely dilated with big trenches through her fucking residue on her face. And part of that was probably cum. I blew my load all over her face. I blew it between her tits. I blew it up her back door. I just gave her a complete, this complete comes, this cum scenario situation, this cum bonanza. And you should have seen the trenches on her eyes. I mean, all this chick was doing was trying to find an EV charging station. Instead, she got so much bloody more. She got dicked all night long. Meet you in the ladies' room. She got dicked all night long with my 15.5-pound cock with my fake fucking air-inflated EV charging station. I entered her fucking vagina. That's the EV. I entered her vagina, and I charged her up with my fucking cum. If you think cum don't charge them up, you're wrong. That's the real EV, the enter-vagina thing. That's your dick. I mean, if you're interested, I can send you the plans I have. If you're interested in having an EV, fake EV charging station in your front yard, it don't matter if you're in a city. It don't matter if you live in a neighborhood. There's a house 20 feet from you and another one next to him 20 or 20 feet, 10 feet. It doesn't really matter. They're just looking for a charge. It's in the front yard. You're giving them, you're selling opportunity, you're selling kindness. They'll still pull over and try to use it. I can send you the plans of this fucking thing. I can send them to you. It's easy. You gotta have some vinyl fucking glue, vinyl. You gotta have the sheets, the rolls of vinyl. You gotta have special vinyl paint. You gotta have some things that you can poke into the ground to hold your fake EV charging station in your yard. And they will come. Isn't that a famous line? Man, they will come. They'll see this. They will come. You should have seen her walking away. It was un, it was incredible. It was like a, like a Mexican migrant worker who'd been in the fields for 60 years. Legs were gone from bending over. It was like that. When she came to my house, she was filled with virality. She was virile. She was alive. She had a special step like women try to project. She was bouncy, like a model. When she left my fucking house, it looked like she had fallen out of a biplane, maybe 500 feet in the air. Some old biplane, plane, it's a two-winger. She fell out of a crop duster and fell out and was trying to walk to find help, to find some kind of refuge, some kind of help for her condition after falling out of the biplane. I mean, we pumped all night long. It was incredible. This isn't a goddamn joke. I've been injured too, motherfucker. I've been injured too, fucking. I've taken my licks, but I keep on coming back. You gotta take your licks and keep coming back. I've taken licks. I've taken many licks, and I keep coming back. That's what keeps you going. She was able to pull away from the house. I gave her a charge. I know the plug on the charger. I can charge anything. I can fix anything, really. Honest to God, I'm that good at shit. Look me up. 
and I gave her enough of a charge, an emergency charge. There's going to be a big market in that, a portable emergency thing that will get you another 10 miles. It's going to be a huge market, huge market for drivers that will come to your location for $50 and give you a charge enough to get you out of there. It's going to be a big market in that, too. You should have seen this fucking thing. I might post a charging station online on my website, normaugustinus.com, or I might not. Maybe I don't want this to get out. Maybe I don't want it because it happened again. That's another story entirely. It happened again. Now I'm thinking of putting in a small Coca-Cola machine next to the push button that says call if it's not working. This push button thing, it's on a 4x4. I'm thinking of putting a fucking pop machine in there or a candy machine like an automat. Maybe even a sandwich machine. It'll make it look even realer. Pardon me. get into my fucking house when I bring them in to help them and they smell that dope and they hear fucking backdoor man playing on a 50,000 watt fucking speaker <coughs> they're ready to do it man they're ready to start fucking you've been listening to the one and only My dick is enormous. There is no escape. We meet at the big clock in cyberspace. It's dark out there in cyberspace. It's scary out there in cyberspace. You're out there in cyberspace. You're frozen with fear. You don't know what to do. You're looking up, you're looking down, you're looking to the right, you're looking to the left. It's windy out. You don't know what to do. You are frozen. Till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background. And you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder. Eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There's thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. A hundred, hundred and fifty feet tall. Brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above this is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts, the person that died on you, the ramen noodles, your sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? 
that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to, anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour, we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Noreen, I have come up with an amazing theory that could make me millions of dollars. Let me explain. As you know, every time a woman sees a ghost, the woman will also say that the temperature of the room that she saw the ghost in dropped dramatically. It got cold in the room, they say, when they saw the ghost. Well, I know why the temperature drops dramatically. When women see a ghost, they didn't realize that they passed a pussy fart, and that gas killed every living thing in the room that she saw the ghost in. When every living thing in the room dies, insects, small mammals, etc., they stop exhaling hot air because they have died thanks to the deadly pussy fart, and so, of course, the room gets colder. Noreen, when my study is published throughout the world, it will rock the ideas people have held for eons with regards to ghosts. Will you marry me? We will be financially set thanks to my blockbuster discovery. Noreen, I will take care of you till the day you die. Get back to me ASAP. I love you, Noreen. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the chemist on 3rd Avenue. Your big-titted little sister was picking up a 32-ounce jar of vaginal shrinking cream for your mom. She said your mom's cunt was super stretched out because of her teen black fixation period and because it was so worked over by the brothers your dad wouldn't fuck her 
anymore. She told me to try and imagine gripping onto the edge of two pieces of bologna and then briskly moving your hand and arm around. I guess your mom's cunt lips are very much like two slices of flapping bologna. PPS. I put my huge cock into the self-adjusting cuff thingy of the free blood pressure tester machine while we were at the chemist. And when my monster dick was lying inside the blood pressure tester cuff thingy, your big-titted little sister blew me. Everyone thought your big-titted little sister was testing her blood pressure. But in reality, she was guzzling my hot, bubbling cum. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for visiting Blaylock's Chemist. Right now, we have a 12-pack of condoms that will magnify your dick 100 times. Made of a special space-age rubber. You'll awe and amaze your hump when she sees your massive dick. Coated in a special cunt odor neutralizer, they're only 99 cents while supplies last. Only you know the secret. Also, please ignore the shirtless woman with the big tits that is blowing a man's cock at the blood pressure machine. That is all. Thank you for shopping at Blaylock's Chemist. When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture.